0: Hi everybody, it's Andy Robbins and we are still continuing with uh, the series that we began several sessions ago, Grace Under Pressure, and we're talking about adrenal fatigue and adrenal stress and all the manifestations of stress physically, emotionally, etc. And now we're ready for this pattern that you see on the screen, pattern three, stressed and tired. Now let me begin by explaining that this particular pattern uh, like the previous one that we discussed is not altered significantly by increased rest and improved nutrition and eating habits. This particular pattern is also characterized by increased cholesterol and triglycerides, insulin resistance, gastrointestinal disorders, central obesity, neurological disorders, loss of muscle tone, reduced immunity, reduced libido, reduced sex hormone levels, and functional renal problems. So there's a broad broad range of things that these patients can present with when they come to your clinic and maybe have issues that they would not or perhaps maybe you would not even relate to adrenal fatigue. Now, what this looks like in terms of a cortisol profile, if any of you listening or doing those, obviously is a sub-optimal, uh, suboptimal cortisol at certain times of the day or even all day long. Now, this particular patient has suboptimal cortisol all day long. So there's four different uh, samples here, four different salivary samples here that were taken. And obviously this pattern up here describes a normal cortisol curve, you know, about uh, early in the morning, that cortisol should be fairly high, and then it kind of decreases out, you know, through the day. There should be a little bump about four o'clock in the afternoon that gives you your second wind. Well, obviously this patient is the kind of patient we're referring to here that has suboptimal cortisol all day long, and this patient can feel tired, lethargic, they've hit the wall, they've lost uh, they've lost their libido, they've lost motivation and drive, etc. So this is what this kind of patient looks like then in terms of their cortisol profile. Let's begin talking about the uh, nutritional support for these types of individuals by mentioning glandular supplementation, which borrows from the philosophies of homeopathic type of medicine that like cures like. So in this product that you're looking at on the screen, Adrenogen, that is an adrenal um, uh, adrenal extract formula. So the efficacy of adrenal preparations have been noted in animal studies and generations, in fact, uh, for traditional or uh, of traditional use. Now, the adrenal glands, as you probably know, produce a wide array of bioactive polypeptides that, when ingested, potentially support Adrenal function and moderate stress induced effects. And this includes stereogenic factor one needed to synthesize corticosteroids. Now, this is one of the few times that you will see metagenics actually have a product that doesn't have a ton of human research associated with it. It, There is animal data, but not a ton of human research associated with it. However, having said that, there are generations, perhaps even hundreds, maybe even thousands of years of traditional use of uh, not only adrenal preparations, but also other organs that have been eaten or taken in supplement form for a long time to treat that very organ system. And again, borrowing from the concept of like cures like. So, Adrenogen then is just a wonderful formula that provides a uh, bovine adrenal extract in a pretty nice amount and some complementary micronutrients to support and complement what the adrenal uh, extract does. B2 is one of those micronutrients, and that's in there because it's essential for endocrine health. One study showed that hyperplasia of adrenal glands and increased levels of blood pyruvate and corticosterone were characteristic of B2-deprived animals. Now, back when I first started with metagenics, I'm 25 years into my career with metagenics now, and I would say I was, I don't know, three, four, maybe five years into my career with metagenics. So I didn't know back then some of the things that I know now. And when my wife was suffering with a really bad adrenal stress and her cortisol was very low, I started her on this, adrenogen. And I started her out at three a day, not really knowing exactly what she might need. And that didn't really seem to do much for her. So I uh, you know, shooting from the hip, I, I uh, decided to superdose her for a short period of time. And so we did uh, four tablets three times a day, so a total of 12 a day, just to try to kickstart those adrenal glands and, and kickstart the cortisol function. And man, did that ever work. In seven days, her cortisol was right up where it needed to be again and actually was probably too high because she was getting a little bit of anxiety. And, and, and irritability and nervousness associated with that. So we knew we were pushing her too high at that point. And then at that point, we could back off. So what I'm recommending now that I've had that experience is not quite that high for uh, people that have very low cortisol, but starting out modestly high. So the recommendation that I make now is three tablets twice a day, so a total of six a day. And for most people, that seems to do the trick in helping them to really feel better and boosting that cortisol and aiding those adrenals. So a dose at about 7 o'clock in the morning to... Uh, support that first cortisol surge and then another dose about three o'clock in the afternoon to support the next little second wind of cortisol so that's how I usually recommend that that product be dosed and that usually works great for most people and then once they get past that that first week or two of that more aggressive supplementation, then you can go to one or two twice a day and that's typically a pretty good longer term dosing for these types of patients so there's a look at the uh, the whole formula. So you've got 80 milligrams per tablet of that raw adrenal concentrate and a little bit of pantothenic acid. Remember we talked uh, quite a bit about that when we talked about the stressed and wired individual that's uh, uh, provided in higher amounts. That and the B6 are provided in higher amounts with cortico B5, B6. In fact, I do have uh, clinicians from time to time who will use both of these formulas together, cortical B5 and B6 and adrenogen, just because they want a little bit more of that uh, B5 and B6. But I'm telling you, uh, sometimes adrenogen by itself really works wonders for people. And that is not an expensive formula. It's about 10 bucks, something like that, doctor's price. And so um, you could... Uh, You know, even if you double what you pay for, it's still very, very reasonable for for patients. Um, So then you've got your PABA and your riboflavin. That rounds out the formula uh, with a little bit of extra neurological support there for those patients. All right. That said, I want to talk just briefly here about another angle on low cortisol, because when this term um, um, adrenal fatigue is used, a lot of times it's not really the adrenals that are fatigued at all. And as a matter of fact, the point that I'm about to make leads some practitioners to assert that adrenal fatigue doesn't really exist at all. And I would disagree with that. I think there's other things to consider besides just the fatigue of the adrenal gland itself, as we'll talk about here in a moment on this slide. But to assert that adrenal fatigue doesn't exist, I'm not sure I'm on board with that because if somebody's under a lot of heavy stress for a long period of time and the adrenal glands are having to take up the slack or try to and having to just try to uh, support the body's stress response um, more than normal, then obviously eventually that's going to stress those adrenal glands enough that they are going to get fatigued. It's sort of like the same scenario with the pancreas and diabetes, same concept. But we do need to consider that there's more to the story than just adrenal fatigue because the adrenals, they're end players, they simply do what they're told by the hypothalamus and the pituitary. So the problem may not be with the adrenal glands at all, with some people, but what's going on upstream. So once again, that's the importance of supporting the entire HPA axis the hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal, and even the thyroid. So if you go upstream to the very top at the hypothalamus, well, if there's imbalances in neurotransmitters, in hormones, in immune function, then that can actually inhibit the release of the corticotropin-releasing hormone from the hypothalamus. Therefore, that message down to the anterior pituitary doesn't quite make it. And therefore, if the anterior pituitary is not receiving that message, then the adrenocorticotropic uh, adrenal hormone that's supposed to be released from that anterior pituitary down to the adrenal cortex that doesn't quite make it. Therefore, these uh, ACTH receptors uh, they get blocked by inflammatory chemicals cytokines TNF alpha that that can be another thing that can block that message so you know sometimes it can be an inflammatory response that that inhibits or hinders or even totally blocks that message from the pituitary as well. So inflammation can have a really big impact on how the adrenals are functioning. So once again, it may not be just an adrenal problem. It could be an inflammatory issue. It could be an issue with neurotransmitters, uh, the immune system, hormones, etc. cetera. There can be a number of things that can inhibit that whole cascade of events that's supposed to be happening upstream. So having said that, That's why supporting not just the adrenal glands, especially in this kind of patient where the cortisol is very low uh, and also supporting the hypothalamus and pituitary can be very, very powerful for these types of individuals. Having said that then, let's talk about some adaptogens for stress-induced fatigue. I think many people have already heard of Asian ginseng and maybe uh, somewhat cordyceps. Cordyceps is not quite as famous as Asian ginseng, but uh, they're both pretty readily used in traditional Chinese medicine and are often combined, as a matter of fact, for people who are fatigued, depressed, and experiencing impaired memory and learning and reduced libido, along with reduced sex hormone levels, reduced reproductive function, and functional renal problems. So once again, we go back to this whole concept of synergy. You know, using one herb can be very, very good, but using a second or even a third herb can be exponentially more powerful sometimes and that's why you see in traditional botanical medicine in asia and in india why they do often combine herbs in these teas and tinctures and elixirs that they that they have often used over the centuries that's why they do that because of the amplified effect of combining things so on that note rhodiola is also a uh, a really powerful choice here, potentially, as another synergist that reinforces the action of the others. So let's look at all three of these, Asian ginseng, cordyceps, and rhodiola, as a possible option for you to treat that whole HPA axis for the low cortisol, stressed, and tired type of individual. Well, according to Chinese medicine, ginseng supports the five visceral organs and stimulates mental and physical activity. It also enhances stamina, improves the memory, prevents fatigue, and increases the resistance to stress. So the body's ability to adapt to and continue to function optimally even when it's being stressed. So the research suggests it may indeed influence the whole HPA axis in multiple ways. Now, cordyceps, uh, you may or may not have heard of cordyceps before, and even if you have, you may not know quite what it does or quite what it's used for. Uh, Again, a lot of people have heard about ginseng and kind of know that that's an anti-fatigue kind of herb, although it obviously has more medicinal properties than just that. But the cordyceps may be not so well known, but it's one of the most valued herbs in all of Chinese medicine. It's used also as an adaptogen to support vitality, as a lung and kidney tonic to stimulate the libido and strengthen the body after exhaustion. And as a matter of fact, two of those qualities there: strength, strengthening the body after exhaustion, and also to um, uh, to support uh, stamina. You know that is something that uh, the Chinese women's cross country team learned uh, many Olympics ago, several Olympics ago. If you if you follow the Olympics at all, um, several Olympics ago, the Chinese cross-country women's team won gold for the first time in a long time. And the only thing they had done differently leading up to that Olympics was they added cordyceps to their training. And it did strengthen the body after exhaustion. It was able to uh, help the body in terms of stamina. And uh, it w- obviously really worked for them. And that's definitely an application that you can use this for, is for athletic stamina, but not just for athletic stamina. It's not relegated to athletes. You can certainly use it for people that have had a long convalescence after an injury or a a long uh, recovery time after an illness, anything like that. Um, So uh, this is something that you can use for a broad range of people. It also shows beneficial effects in nearly every organ system. So once again, don't just think of this as an adrenal type of uh, substance, or even HPA, the HPA axis, but it, it, it has beneficial effects in nearly every organ system, which makes it a wonderful adaptogen to help the whole body to cope better with stress. And that leads us to rhodiola, which is uh, an herb that's been studied mostly in Russia. Uh, It's been shown to stimulate the nervous system, decrease depression, enhance work performance, and eliminate fatigue. As mentioned, it's been used for centuries in Russia to cope with the cold Siberian climate and stressful life where it was valued for its ability to promote energy and stamina, enhance mental and physical performance, and prevent fatigue. Now, the Russian research Categorize rhodiola as an adaptogen due to its ability to increase resistance to a variety of chemical, biological, and physical stressors. So these three herbs combined can be a really, really powerful combination for that stressed and tired patient. Now, on the note about the rhodiola, one other thing that uh, is worthy of mention here is that Another study measured the stimulating and normalizing effects of rhodiola on students during a stressful examination period and showed that the most significant improvements were seen in mental fatigue, physical fitness, and neuromotor tests. So this can be something that can be applied for a variety of different kinds of stressors and the manifestations of the stress. So the product here is Adreset, this is one of our best-selling products, this is something that I use personally every day, and it's a combination of all three of those herbs in fairly nice amounts here, 400 milligrams, per capsule of the cordyceps and 200 milligrams of the asian ginseng root and another 50 milligrams of the rhodiola so this is an adaptogenic mixture of these herbs that's designed to enhance stamina and energy and provide exceptional support for those who are stressed and fatigued now for your individuals that may be burning the candle at both ends and maybe they're like me they're the Type A kind of individual that man once they get going during the day it's kind of pedal to the metal and you know you're you're focused you're motivated you're driven and but but when they go to sleep at night they have they get a good night's rest but when they wake up maybe they're a little slow to get going that's that is typically the case with me I uh, I haven't traditionally or historically been a person that just uh, you know gets up in the morning and you know, hits the ground running. It takes me a little while to get going, but once I get going then there's a high degree of energy put into my day, and I think a lot of your patients are like that, especially your more driven type A kinds of individuals, and, and for those individuals, reset can be something that really helps to keep that energy high throughout the day, And so this has really helped me, I do notice a difference when I'm not taking this. So I try to keep it in my regime and that and some CoQ10 first thing in the morning really perks me up and gets me going and gets me energized for the day. But again, um, I'm I'm using this almost as a, a preventive type of formula or for a wellness type of formula. And it can be used like that, but medicinally, Again, think about it for the stressed and tired type of individual that uh, they've gone past just feeling like they're a, you know, high energy person where they, they want to keep their energy high. They're past that now. I mean, they've already burned themselves out and they're they're feeling the effects of that stress. And now, you know, they're just trying to feel normal again. Well, again, that's a great application for address set. So. Not only that, but let me go back to the, the athletic applications of this. I have a friend who is an endurance athlete, and several years ago, he was asking me how to improve his times. He was getting a little older and, and uh, wanting to keep his times competitive, and uh, so I told him, hey, take some Adraset, add some CoQ10 to it, and see what happens, and he called me a few weeks later after an event, and he said, man, thanks for that recommendation. That really helped me, uh, helped his stamina helped his strength, helped his recovery time and helped his, his time in that particular event. So again, this can be used for a number of applications, but for our, our clinical applications, here again, think about it for the person with low cortisol who is feeling the effects of that. And now they ha- they're having trouble getting going, they're having trouble uh, keeping their energy up, et cetera. That's your address kind of patient. Now on that note, I wanna give you a testimony of a friend of mine, I'm using her testimony with her consent, uh, so I'm not violating any HIPAA laws here. <laughs> but uh, Heidi is a friend of mine, and she donated her left kidney in 2008, and shortly thereafter began experiencing severe chronic fatigue. And this is something that a lot of surgeons don't warn patients of when they're donating a kidney, because you know the adrenal glands sit right on top of those kidneys and when you take out one of those kidneys, it seems to affect the function of one or even both of those adrenal glands, and that happens fairly commonly, I guess. It certainly did with Heidi. She also began experiencing some muscle and joint pain, severe mood swings to the point where she felt bipolar, and she described herself as having no sex drive at all, Uh, a mental fog that she walked around in all the time and severe sleep disturbance to the point that she was sleep deprived and then um, even blacking out during exercise. She was trying to keep herself in shape, keeping herself healthy, but her adrenal glands were so fried that she would black out during exercise. So she was in pretty bad shape and had been to several doctors In fact, she spent seven years visiting 15 different doctors, and the diagnosis came back collectively that she had depression. (laughs) Uh, No explanation as to why she had this depression, but that was the diagnosis. Well, Heidi Heidi and I had an opportunity to talk, and uh, I suggested that she try uh, the adrenal extract formula, uh, Adrenogen, along with the herbal combination of rhodiola, cordyceps, and Asian ginseng, the address And I sent her to a local doctor, friend of mine, and uh, he examined her as well and agreed with those recommendations and put her on those products. And here's what happened. This is her testimony. So I want to read this to you very quickly here. She says, now I'm taking the products and I feel nothing short of amazing. The first day of taking them, the first day of taking them, I had so much more energy. By day three, I felt like I could throw some cars around and move mountains. I had not felt this good in years. And I'm sleeping again. Now my husband has to wait me because I sleep so soundly. My husband just told me how much Uh, of a difference he sees in my mood, my energy, and my all around motivation for life again. It has only been two weeks since taking the supplements and I feel like a brand new person. My prayer has been answered. So for these types of individuals, once again, this. The, this combination, and, and again, it always doesn't always take a combination. Sometimes you can pull it off in one product. Adrenogen, as an example, as your foundational product, sometimes that can do the trick. Uh, even AdraSet by itself can stand alone, but uh, combining them together, you can get a very powerful effect. And if you want to, you know, boost ATP production even more, you can try some CoQ10 along with that. Uh, the CoQ10 ST100, one to two of those a day can really e- provide even uh, an amplified effect because you're hitting the energy from another angle at that point as well. So that could be something to think about as well. So next time that we talk, we're going to talk about the pattern four patient, which where uh, this type of patient has gone beyond the pattern that we just talked about. And now their cortisol is absolutely flatlined. And man, there's some really bad manifestations of that. So we'll talk about that next time. But if you have any questions on this pattern of patients and uh, these products that we've discussed today, certainly give me a call, email me, text me. You know I'm at your service. Happy to answer any questions that you have. So I'll catch you next time when we talk about pattern four. Thanks so much.